Welcome to the Special Delivery Damn Near Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Special, and this is day number 21 of the Special Delivery 30-Day Podcast Challenge, where I'm just trying to give you 30 podcasts in about 30 days or so. Past episodes have included everyone from SZA, Vince Staples, fellow Dreamville crew members, Loot, and Earth Gang, and so many more. So if you like that, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. On this episode, Cos joins me to talk about his latest album, Affected. We talk about everything from the storyline, how it connects to his past project, Cause and Effect, and so much more. So let's get into it. On the phone lines, I have Cos. How you doing? Good, good. Can't complain. Congratulations on Affected. So, so good. And I'm so excited to talk about it. You know, a lot of people have been talking about, oh, the Kendrick and J. Cole. It's like, no, I want to talk to Cause and I want to talk about the project. Like, of course, those are incredible things. But this project in itself is so incredible. I want to really talk about the intricate storyline with the sequencing and the interludes and kind of how it's a continuation of Cause and Effect. And just your growing, like a real coming of age. What does that process look like putting this project together? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for for that statement of like skipping it, not skipping the features, but talking about the whole project as a whole. But um, no, nah, the process was like just be being comfortable. Honestly, I was just more comfortable with myself. I feel like you know at the age I am now, I know exactly who I am, and you know I kind of figured it. I figured myself out as a person. That helps. Musically, of course, like just just kind of being comfortable with yourself and comfortable in your own skin, and just not really giving a fuck about like about opinions and what people think. And you know, I was just doing me, and I, I was comfortable. I think it shows. So like, I didn't overthink the project. I let it flow naturally, and it felt organic. And I just let shit flow out, and it came out good, <laughs> in my opinion. So it was just it was just comfortable. No, and that's super cool too, because I think a lot of artists spend a lot of time really like overthinking it and like going in and it's like no being comfortable with it it shows on the project because it does flow and it does kind of just carry you through your story so i think that's really cool to actually just be comfortable with it and not overthink it right exactly now one of my favorites is proof that one definitely has a freestyle feel what was your approach to that one dream team going crazy on beats we don't think insanity seems to sell curse with a gift profanity jingle bells that actually can the bell challenge me and you fail whole faculty getting killed catch me get sent to jail without written me bail better shackle me well because if them shackles do crack then cody mac gonna be hell gonna man that's funny i was actually in the studio um pretty late like, i got in like probably like 12 a.m well I, be, I recorded my house i recorded at my house so i got a studio on crib and um i was just i heard that beat and like the first thing that came to mind was was the first like phrase dripping all i got is like that it just popped up and like honestly when i was making a song i wasn't making it to be on the album i was just like i'm gonna just bar up like, i literally told myself that like you know what i just want to bar up on this song <laughs> even after it was done like i didn't it wasn't going on the album at first. And I actually talked to Cole, and Cole, like, kind of hit me. and was like, yeah, you're not putting proof on the album? At first, I was like, nah, like, you know, I kind of want to just put this out. <laughs> or whatever, they were tripping. And I thought about it. Like, I sat on it, thought about it. I was like, yeah, actually, this shit is hard. Like, I think that's what, like, my fans love for me, too. Like, like love, they love when I get on hard beats and just kind of bar reps. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to put that on there. 
So yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> super, super dope. And then, not on a minute more, there's a sample of Lines by the Hicks. If the people know Boss, they know he works with the Hicks a lot. And then Mies produced that one. Was that something you contributed to or something that Mies came for to real, you For with? real, you gonna get it, boy, cause you been there before. And yeah, I rode them buses and yeah, I swept them floors. You ever felt like you was meant for more? So you trace some dreams until your legs are sore. I came a long way, used to get ignored, now I can't get away from the signatures. A lot of niggas said they wanted this, I guess I'm in it more. Got them rope lines you been sniffing for. Got everything that you can't afford, also metaphors. We want it right now, nigga, not a minute more. All my niggas. Yeah, he just did that randomly. Yo, not a minute more is, is, is old. Like, I did that song. I didn't finish it, though. That's the funny thing. I did that shit, like, literally over a year and a half ago, probably. Um, like, the first. Like the first eight bars I did like a year and a half ago, almost two years now probably. And um, I always told myself like I'm gonna bring this back. Like this beat is way too hard for one. So like it, the start was so good, and um, so I just I decided to finish on finish that song. That's crazy though that it was that long ago, and you're like, no, this this has to come out at some point. I'm gonna come back to this, and I love that. Yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> now speaking of me's affected. To me, that's a super West Coast beat. Plus, I absolutely love the storytelling on that one. What was your reaction to hearing that one? I actually wanted like the first person that came to mind was YZ when I when I heard it, but like I was there when Mies was making it. I forgot how we started it off, but I just remember like, yo, continue that, like, you know, add this or whatever. And um, he just did his own thing. And while he was making it, I started writing like on the spot. And like when I do that, when I start writing on the spot, that's how I know the beat is good. And I really, really just feel it. And it was just a natural. Uh, like I said, I just let that one flow as well. But when I heard he was right, like I felt like it felt like a '90s West Coast vibe, and it was just so hard. I, mean, I couldn't like pass it up. I really sat there and wrote all three of them verses in the kitchen. Like I was just stuck, like in the kitchen, standing up writing, <laughs> like making writing that verse. Yeah, it was it was that's an amazing beat. I love that beat. Yes, and then Demons and Distractions. You just released the video for that one. So so just engaging. But the beat switch up is super cool to me. What was the idea behind it? What's up with that blunt, nigga? Damn, you been holding on to that shit for But you still high off the last one, huh? You still thinking about your girl? <laughs> nigga still thinking about your bitch. Bruh. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Please don't bother me while I drive. Please don't bother me. Um, all right, so I did the first half of Demons and Distractions. I actually did that a long time ago, too. That's funny. I did that a long time ago. And just like the, uh, I think just the hook. I did like a, a freestyle to verse. But it wasn't the same verse that I had. I just like freestyle. And then I did that hook. And I was like, oh, that hook is fire or whatever. But I was like, I got to rewrite this verse because I wanted to use it. Because I always knew the song had potential. And for whatever reason, I was just like, it just popped in my head. I don't know. It was just like, I want to, like, change up. Like, I wanted to switch. Like, you know, I think either it was that or I was like, I can't think of a second verse. <laughs> mm -hmm. I heard the other beat, which Cardiac made, because Mies made the first half and, and Cardiac made the second half of that beat. 
I heard that, and I was like, man, like, this flows. Like, I don't know. It just feels like I should I should make that move. You know, I tried it out, and it, it just felt right. So I just kind of like, it was just like a little instinct thing. Like, I was talking about how everything flowed and was organic. It just felt it was something that came to mind. And we talked a little bit about the connections between cause and effect and affected. But one of my favorite ones is something we actually talked about on my show, Creators Cup, when we broke down the video for Knock the Hustle. The line about having a brain to you brought it back with Zendaya. Was that a conscious thought to be like, you know what? We got to we got to talk more about her being fine, but having a brain too. Right. Hell yeah. That was on purpose. But like I said, like isn't there like at the end of the day, she she she's in there so at the end of the day I know she she gets that a lot like you know I'm sure she hears that shit so fucking much you know what I'm saying and which all pretty girls do if you're in there or not that's all they really get you know I just wanted to let it be known you more than just a pretty face and like I could see that in what she does and like how she is and what she represents so I was like I'm gonna bring that line back and switch it up <laughs> for the second for the second project so dope and then you talked about hustler's story you talked about how when you seen kendrick you're like oh shit i gotta play this song for him and you talked about how you had a verse and a hook wrote the hook on it was that your original hook or did he flip it and do a hook like what was that process that's funny uh i had this song and i did um the hook was different it start it was the art so when i'm like wake up open up shop get your hustle on i had that part as the hook you know how I, like, I do like the first half of the hook, then he comes in and sings? Mm-hmm. I had like my own, I can't even remember what it was now, but I did something else. So it was like this more, it wasn't really melodic. It was like a, a rap hook. It was like more of that. And uh, he came in and he did what he did at the end of the song. And then I was like, damn, like that little melody part would be dope in the hook as well. So I put that part in the hook and then kept his little rap part at the end as well. You know what I'm saying? So I, I set that up. We just kind of played with it and it felt right. I love it. Anything else you want to tell the people about Affected out now, go listen to it and listen to it in sequence a couple times. Get the story down. What else you want to tell the people about it? Yes, that's, man, you just took it out of my mouth. I was literally about to say that. Listen to the listen to the album, like, all the way through. Listen to the story. Try to understand it. Don't listen to it one time and judge. Really take your time. It's like a book to me. So, like, you know, ride in your car at night or you by yourself or with somebody and sit there, shut up and listen. And uh, <laughs> you're going to enjoy it, I swear to God. So go get affected. Go listen and spread it with your, to your people, your grandma, your cousins, everybody. <laughs> Play it for your grandma. She'll understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, She'll understand. That's the thing is, like, you're talking about really coming of age, just the things that people go through. So it's like, no, like, your grandma would like this, too. I'm not even mad at it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then the album just dropped, but we always got to ask, what's next? Oh, it's a lot next, y'all. I'm definitely dropping more music. Not soon, soon, but... I'm gonna keep the ball rolling and just keep people keep people fed because you know how this generation go. You know, a tour is in the works. I'm probably gonna tour for sure. Not probably, but I am gonna tour for sure. 
we'll see if I get on somebody else's tour that's bigger than me first or if I do it vice versa, do mine first or whatever. Um, so there's that, and it's a lot more content, a lot more a lot more videos, a lot more just everything. I'm going to be everywhere. I'm going to be festivals, all type of shit. So I'll just look out and uh, expect to see me. <laughs> Yay, that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for real. And I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And in the show notes, I will leave the links to Creator's Cut with Cause, where we broke down his videos for Western Ave Slaves and Knock the Hustle. Also, reach out to me. Let me know what your favorite part of this episode was. I'm on Twitter at Special Says or on Instagram or Snapchat. Those are at Special Says as well. Well...